0: Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening, all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash, let's get started. It is Monday, February 14th, and we have completed week six of 2022. Today is Valentine's Day, so we'd like to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. We also hope you all enjoyed your Super Bowl weekend. Yesterday's game was quite amazing. And while I was rooting for the Rams, I know many other people were rooting for the Bengals. And and I think it was a lot of fun for many of you. Now, let's get to the headlines. More airlines are likely to avoid Ukraine's airspace amid insurance issues and a decision by leading European airlines to stop overflights after a U.S. warning that Russia could invade at any time. Dutch airline KLM said it would halt flights to Ukraine and through the country's airspace, while Germany's Lufthansa said it is considering a suspension. British Airways flights between London and Asia appear to be avoiding the airspace according to Flight Radar 24. As a reminder, Malaysia Airlines flight MH17 was actually shot down over eastern Ukraine in 2014, killing all 298 people on board. Federal tax documents filed by the Global Business Travel Association in November and now posted on the organization's website show a $5 million payment to former CEO Scott Salambrino paid on his departure from the organization as part of a separation agreement. The revelation was first reported by the company Dime. Scott Salombrino left the organization after whistleblowers self-described as current and former employees accused the executive of racist, divisive, and derogatory behaviors in a letter to the board of directors dated June 7, 2020. Salombrino was cleared of wrongdoings via an investigation conducted by law firm Paul Senelli. The tax documents also showed a salary payment of roughly $512,000, which was likely half of Salombrino's annual salary, judging by the compensation level for the role detailed in 2019 federal tax documents and suggested the organization suspended his salary when placing him on leave. Frontier Airlines and Spirit Airlines, the two largest low-cost airlines in the U.S., have agreed to merge, creating what would become the fifth-largest airline in the country. The boards of both companies approved the deal over the weekend, prior to the CEOs of both airlines announcing the agreement in New York City. The deal, valued at $6.6 billion dollars is structured with Frontier Airlines controlling 51.5% of the merged airline, while Spirit will hold the remaining 48.5%. Still to be determined is the name of the combined airline, who will be the CEO, and the location of the airline's headquarters. In similar news, TripActions has reached an agreement to acquire Berlin-based travel management company Comtravo, further boosting its technology offerings and footprint in Europe. The acquisition will combine the number of agents TripActions has in Europe, while adding a wealth of regional expertise and inventory, including domestic rail, low-cost airlines, and ancillary air travel supply, according to TripActions. Comtravel, which serves business travel customers in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and Scandinavia, also has specialized invoicing and VAT technology that TripActions plans to tap. TripActions did not disclose the financial terms of the acquisition, but said its total investment around the UK and Europe over the past year has been more than $400 million. No timeline for closing the acquisition has been announced, but a TripActions spokesperson said it would happen quickly. American Express Global Business Travel during the fourth quarter created a unit called Partner Solutions to bring its relationships with other travel agencies under one banner. It's well-known that to serve multinational accounts, GBT partners with agencies in countries where it does not own its own operations. The GBT partner solution staff also is approaching regional travel management companies in the United States. A related September job listing indicated that the group will be focusing on partnering with agencies, especially in the U.S., SME, TMC space. That would further support a significant growth pillar for the business. In materials related to its forthcoming deal to go public, GBT mentioned that GPS, as one of the four levers, will drive growth. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The U.S. Centers of Disease Control, CDC, is still adding destinations to its highest COVID-19 advisory list, even as COVID-19 continues to decline in the U.S. On Monday, the CDC added another round of destinations to its Level 4, very high COVID-19 advisory list. Most notably, the CDC added Cuba, Israel, and Japan to the list this week, bringing the total amount of destinations under the advisory to almost 140 worldwide. All destinations that fall under that advisory are there because they have recorded more than 500 COVID-19 cases per 100,000 residents in the last 28 days. Despite some countries instituting a booster requirement for incoming visitors, Hawaii currently has no plans to do so, according to Hawaii's governor this week. The governor explained this week that Hawaii's government considered a number of factors, not just in Hawaii, but also in the continental U.S. and abroad, in making the decision. And while a full vaccination protocol will still be required, there are no plans to require a booster shot on top of that. Some good news. Vaccinated Americans will be able to travel to Australia quarantine-free starting on February 21st, 2022. The Australian Prime Minister made the announcement on Monday, continuing the country's staggering reopening plan post-COVID-19. The Prime Minister emphasized that all travellers must be fully vaccinated, specifically mentioning boosting the country's tourism industry with the move. I know the tourism industry will be looking forward to that, and over the next two weeks they'll get the opportunity both for visitors to be coming and for them to be gearing up to welcome international visitors back to Australia, said the Prime Minister during the press conference. All travelers must hold a valid Australian visa, be able to show proof of vaccination at entry, and present a negative rapid or PCR COVID-19 test taken within 24 hours of departure. in news relating to the return to travel. Starting February 16th, American Airlines is bringing back hot meals for domestic first class passengers after nearly a two-year suspension of that service because of the pandemic. This will be the case on flights of at least 3.5 hours. The airline will also be resuming pre-departure beverage service on February 16th. Hong Kong-based airline Cathay Pacific has restructured its economy fare into three levels, light, essential, and flex, the airline announced. The new levels apply on flights departing from markets other than Hong Kong. The airline also began rolling out the new fares by region in September 2021, officially launching for U.S. and Canadian departures on February 8th. The different levels provide for variation of services, including checked luggage, pre-selection of seats, upgrades, and loyalty program mileage usage. And now, in some technology news, global distribution system operator Travelport announced a multi-year agreement with European online rail and coach ticket provider, Trainline Partner Solutions, making the company Travelport's preferred rail provider. Trainline's aggregated content from major rail operators in Europe will be integrated into Travelport Plus through Travelpoint Smartpoint, desktop user interface, and through APIs. Making our rail content accessible across the Travelport platform will further enhance our global reach and enable our unique offerings to be searched and booked in conjunction with relevant air and hotel content, according to the Trainline president. Travel management company AdTrav has partnered to make Deem's EDA corporate travel booking solution available to clients as part of its technology offerings, the company announced. AdTrav, which reports a customer base of more than 250 companies and specializes in travel management for corporate, government, and nonprofit entities, is the latest of several TMCs to strike up a partnership with Deem for use of the EDA platform. AdTrav's Chief Technology Officer, Robert Reynolds said that the two companies plan continued collaboration until we further integrate our technologies and innovate for the future. Travel management company TripActions has announced a new office guides platform to help hybrid and remote workers when they need to travel to company offices. The platform gives users a place within the TripActions app to access information about the organization's offices. It also uses AI to provide information to travelers on preferred arrival airports and nearby hotels for the office that they're traveling to. The platform also provides specific information about the office they're visiting, such as building access, conference room locations, key contacts, and policies. Corporate Traveler has launched a new SME travel toolkit designed to help owners of small businesses to resume traveling and adapt to the post-pandemic new normal. The SME specialist has created a 10-part series, which will be shared with clients each month. It will aim to tackle the most pressing concerns for SMEs, as well as looking at the myths about managed travel programs. Corporate Traveler, which is part of the Flight Center Group, said it has already seen a positive trajectory for travel bookings, which rose by 60% in the first 25 days of January compared with the previous month. International ISOS has developed a travel planning tool to help navigate changing requirements and restrictions related to COVID-19. The COVID Trip Planner, using data via partnership with Sherpa, provides updated information regarding travel rules and visas, COVID-19 testing requirements, and quarantine requirements by destinations based on the traveler's passport and vaccination status. The planning tool is available in both ISOS's Manage Review and Assistance app for travelers. Kansas City-based travel management company Ascendas has added a new tool designed to help travelers rebook flights following delays and cancellations. The Mission Control Reroute tool, created with TMC software developer Magnatech, sends travelers text alerts when their flight is disrupted that includes a link showing options for flight alternatives, including airlines other than the original airline. Travelers can either book a new flight through their smartphone or communicate directly to an agent via text. Ascendis is partially owned by BCD Travel. Global distribution system provider Travelport now offers its travel agent clients the ability to sell Southwest's early bird check-in through the company's Travelport Plus platform. Essentially, this means that travelers with early bird check-in get automatically checked in 36 hours prior to departure, allowing them to get an earlier boarding position. In addition, agencies using Travelport Plus more easily will be able to perform an even exchange of an existing early bird check-in despite any fair difference. Southwest went live on Travelport's Apollo, WorldSpan, and Galileo distribution systems in 2020. Travelport Plus is a single platform that is replacing those three GDSs. CIBT has acquired a software platform from a Switzerland-based technology firm that will help it automate aspects of the visa process. CIBT also added a team of developers from that company effective immediately. The platform includes both client-facing and back-end functionality and automates and expedites many of the steps required to complete the visa application process. The company plans to use the platform to further integrate data from corporate clients' travel, mobility, human resources, and security departments for a streamlined experience for international travelers. Sustainable travel initiatives, improving connectivity, and increasing content top CWT's list of goals for the $100 million investment that stemmed from the TMC's recapitalization last year. CWT plans to launch new capabilities throughout 2022 as it's laser focused on honing its digital first proposition. CWT indicated that about two-thirds of its global clientele has had sustainability goals that have become heightened priorities since the start of the pandemic. So the TMC intends to invest to help travelers and travel managers achieve more purposeful travel and travel programs. CWT will also invest in content to help the breadth of travel choices and trip options. CWT announced a $100 million investment in product development in November after it exited Chapter 11 bankruptcy following a pre-packaged filing a day earlier. The filing accelerated the closing of a recapitalization deal that cuts CWT's $1.5 billion debt burden in half, raises nearly $350 million in new equity capital. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.